Welcome to the Assist Podcast, where we bring you practical tips and insights to enhance your personal and professional life. Today, we're covering cross-training in the workplace and navigating the complexities of socializing with the antisocial. So let's lace up our metaphorical shoes and get started. Cross-training is a job practice that involves employees switching job roles in order to gain a better understanding of the work being done in each area. It can be highly beneficial, both for the employees and the company as a whole. Here are some benefits of cross-training at work. Increased efficiency. By cross-training different staff members, workflow can become streamlined and efficient, leading to increased productivity. Better problem solving. When different team members with varying skill sets are all working together on a task, it can lead to improved problem solving and creative solutions. Increased morale. Cross-training helps show staff how their individual contributions matter, which can boost morale by helping them feel more valued and more appreciated. Improved teamwork and collaboration. With employees sharing their knowledge and their experience across departments, it builds bonds between coworkers that can lead to better collaboration throughout the company. To implement cross-training at work, here are five steps you can take. Step one, create a plan for which skill sets should be shared between workers. Step two, pair up employees in different departments to start the process of sharing skill sets. Step three, establish short-term goals and rewards for reaching them. Step four, properly document each task in order to make future work faster and more efficient. Step five, monitor progress regularly and adjust plans if needed to ensure everyone's on track and motivated. Have an antisocial boss, coworker, friend, or family member on your hands? Many nuances of this complex social situation fall beyond your zone of control. But while you can never make someone change their behavior, you can handle their behavior in ways that mitigate some of the negatives. It's time to step into the shoes of your favorite salesperson. Door-to-door, car, IT services, small appliances. You take your pick. The important part is cultivating the mindset of someone who's expecting to hear a no, but who also has plans for getting to a yes. Sales tactic number one, lead with the benefits. Pivot for anti-sociability. When handling difficult people, write bloggers for the program on negotiation for Harvard Law School. Effective negotiation and conflict-resolving strategies can include highlighting what they personally stand to gain from behaving more collaboratively. Even if the benefits of something, happy hour equals fun, for example, seem obvious to you, pretend that you're describing mysterious product features that they never knew they wanted. Sales tactic number two. Be firm, but never aggressive. Pivot for anti-sociability. You must exert enough force to let the antisocial person know you have an idea that's worth listening to. An antisocial person could see an overly permissive stance as an opportunity to manipulate the situation to get something else they want, 
but they could see an overly firm stance as a threat and respond accordingly, unproductively. Striking a fine balance is key. And sales tactic number three, the customer is always right. Pivot for anti-sociability. No matter what you hope to get out of your interaction with the antisocial person, you have to anticipate what they need and want and put those needs and wants before your own. Check in with yourself throughout the interaction, constantly reframing your approach with empathy for the person's needs, wants, and even personality. Thanks for joining us on the Assist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you want more content like this, you can get our free email newsletter at theassist.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.